Hello and welcome to Hell of a Note. I'm your host, Greg. Something that you may or may not know about me is I used to be a creative director in the interactive space and worked a lot with Nike accounts. So this interview with Kanye West and iconic Yeezy designer Stephen Smith looked like it could be interesting, even though it's from last year. What I didn't expect were these new insights, not only into Kanye, but an approach I hadn't really thought about from a creative perspective. So I'm going to have clips and I'm going to do some play-by-play on them. Hopefully it'll be interesting and entertaining. Eco concerns are intersecting with what we do. I mean, this is, this is just the beginning of the future that Kanye envisioned for us to start working on and, and creating and challenged us to, because it's always a challenge. Like, all right, let's do this now. You know, like, all right, hold my beer, game on, let's go. Yeah. You know? And when he's, you know, he's been saying he wants to make things in the US, I'm like, all right, let's go. Let's go, let's figure it out, we'll do it. Well, what we did, we, we took the word try and want out of it, and we just do like Yoda says. There were several times in this interview that Stephen Smith, as one of the most famous shoe designers around, spoke about how liberating it was working with Kanye. While they still had practical things they were trying to accomplish, and I do think that they have guardrails, in terms of the specifics of the shoes, like not having laces, for example, as being one of their design parameters, they also could take on different aspects of creating shoes from using ecologically sound materials to producing them in the United States that would have been impossible with other companies, especially the Adidas's and Nike's of the world. And What Kanye, you could call it ego or confidence or his past history having guided him, but he would just focus on getting these things done, figuring out a way and working backwards in a way in terms of let's have, let's set these high goals and and let's figure out how to do them. No one knew how this game is. So now that I've made it through Vietnam, I'm going to tell you exactly. When the Forbes wants to call me a centimillionaire and people say it's crass to call yourself a billionaire, I might legally change my name to Christian <laughs> genius billionaire Kanye West for a year until, <laughs> until y'all understand exactly what it is. Wow. Well, obviously, calling yourself a Christian genius billionaire is a way to get the social media and news spotlight to shine on you. However, this is making a point in and of itself. It's about controlling the narrative. And it might seem as though he's going over the top, but one of the things I see in this world is by him saying these things, he is being polarizing, but in being polarizing, he gives more room to play for other people and specifically 
minorities who would not have fit cleanly within the boundaries that had been established. So he he moves those boundaries in audacious, crazy ways. But then at the end of the day, once you have someone like him being a billionaire, mainly because of Yeezy, then other entities and organizations and investors are willing to look at these possibilities because he's created them. So he's going to call himself what he's going to call himself in a way because it allows other people to position themselves and maybe even supersede him in terms of what they think they can accomplish and try to accomplish. Martin Luther King didn't get killed because of I had a dream. He had something else he was going to talk about, black empowerment, economic empowerment. So, you know, when I did the Forbes and I showed them the $890 million receipt and they still didn't say billionaire, they don't want us to know that we can buy land. They don't want us to have the 100% ownership that I, I have 100% ownership at Yeezy. And the reason why I say these things out loud in this way is so I won't be killed. I, I said it out loud already. This is what, but last year, I was killed by the press for having a difference. Have, for, no, not having a difference in opinion, for having an opinion. Kanye is not afraid to say it, and it is what's on his mind. And something as incendiary as Martin Luther King was assassinated because he threatened the economic underpinnings of the United States, which are racially biased, is a, a big shot across the bow. But in this interview, which I do think was authentic, and it was a, a crowd, a design crowd at Fast Company live event. So I don't think that he was trying to rile an audience or anything else. I, I believe what he was saying. And, you know, there's something to that, that statement from a perspective of economic disparity. Yet, I think a lot of times we try and chat, sorry, separate church and state, and Kanye does not do them. Church and state and state of being are one thing for him. And that's very interesting. And I wonder how many of us, when we, whether it's in a, like as an entrepreneur or as an artist or as a creative professional, are willing to take those types of risks. I'm not sure, but again, as per my last point, if other people don't do that, then it becomes easier for the people who don't want you to have a voice to keep that voice down. This is why um, the guy who made a, M. Night Shyamalan made um, a glass to let everyone know that they're superheroes. And that was the whole thing at the end of the movie. He had to show all the superheroes climbing up the side of the wall. So today you just saw someone climb up the side of the wall. I went from $53 million in debt, considered to be crazy, discriminated against in um, 
music, in fashion, in business, in apparel, and I'm coming to you today saying we have our own farms. Cody's a great place to stay if you're into working with a real, true and living, breathing founder that cares about humanity. After listening to this interview, I found that last part to be inspiring. What can I tell you? And you might be thinking that I've drank the Kanye Kool-Aid. And no doubt if Kanye had his own flavor of Kool-Aid, it would be the best meta thing ever. Because he would drink all of it. But what I really get from this is that he has a manifesto. And it extends beyond a brand and it extends beyond music and it encompasses everything he does and other people can buy into that in a way that gives them purpose as well you can see that from Stephen Smith the shoe designer that is something that in a way probably puts him in the same company as the Bezos and the Musks of the world who have a broader vision that extends through time, which is going to be another podcast. And it's really something to consider when you're thinking about the work that you do and a body of work that you have and it resonating down to your core. So I'll give him props for that. This has been a hell of a note on Kanye and design. I hope to talk to you soon and stay safe.